Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, March 1st, 2022. Stand up for your country. We're glad you're with us. Big night, State of the Union address coming up. Um, and uh, Putin running wild in Ukraine. Russia's getting more aggressive. They blew up the Kiev TV tower. They're attacking and killing civilians. And as I said yesterday, this is very important for you to understand, Putin's never coming back from this. He's done now. He's a villain forever in the world's eyes. So China's not going to help him, not even nutty North Korea or Iran. Nobody's going to help Putin. He's isolated. He's destroying his own country as well as Ukraine. And it is over for Putin. The problem is it was over for Hitler in 1943. And he hang on for two years. So Putin will hang on for a while. And it makes him very dangerous because he's got to know things are not going well in the world for him because nobody is on his side. Nobody. Now, there are a few uh, countries sitting it out, India, China, that kind of thing, but nobody's helping them. So anyway, the talking points memo this evening is a little Ukraine, but a lot of the State of the Union. And I'm first going to give you the State of the Union for America from the folks in the form of recent polling. So Gallup, uh, just out, uh, this is a poll about the direction of America. It is 1,008 adults, Republican 26, Democrat 29, Independent 42. The question, in general, are you satisfied or dissatisfied with the way things are going in the United States at this time? Satisfied 21%, dissatisfied 78, no opinion one. That is a colossally bad number. For Joe Biden and his administration. I've never seen a number that bad. Ever. So he has lost his own party. Biden has in this. And by party, they broke it down. Democrats satisfied 35%. That's it. And those are the loons. The far left loons. Okay. Republicans satisfied 2%. No one. Okay. Independent satisfied 21%. Dissatisfied 79 as you know, independents decide elections. So, as I said, I have never seen numbers this bad about the State of the Union in my 46 years of doing this. Okay? So Biden is in serious, serious trouble. The second question in the Gallup poll, how would you rate economic conditions in the country today? 21% say excellent or good, 79% fair or poor. And that is it for the midterms, right there. So it's not going to be Putin, Ukraine, not even the border. It's going to be economics all the way in November. And a final question, uh, do you think economic conditions in country as a whole are getting better or worse? Getting better, 26, getting worse, 70. <laughs> so Biden, he's really up against it tonight. I mean, he could have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John write this speech this evening, and they couldn't spin it his way. All right? There's nobody on earth who could spin it his way. The country's state is terrible, and he's the reason. And here's the oversimplification, but it's true. Joe Biden threw in with the far left the minute he took office. 
And that has crippled the United States of America. That far left progressive insanity has crippled us and it's enriched Putin. And you all know about the drilling and cutbacks of American fossil fuels and Putin, you know, selling oil to anybody and coal to anybody. And I don't think he's going to say it tonight, but hey, Joe, you can't keep buying Russian oil. You can't keep doing it. 7%, 7% of all U.S. oil comes from Russia. Now, you got to stop that. Buy it from OPEC if you have to. We shouldn't have to buy any, of course. Oh, it's so bad. So bad. All right, so you got to figure maybe one or two people in the White House know how bad it is. I mean, these people live in a bubble. They live in a land of denial. Yes, that's true. But when crafting a speech, and I think it'll be a short speech for Biden, they don't want him to go. The average, um, I think the average is about an hour. You know, there's applause. There's not going to be a lot of applause tonight for Biden. A little, little, but you're not going to have standing ovations and all of that, I don't think. It would be a cartoon if you do. Pelosi will try. She'll try to rally, but man. So he's going to say that he's leading the world and NATO against Putin. That's going to be the lead in the speech tonight. I haven't seen it, by the way. This is all speculation, but educated speculation. I'm not guessing. Uh, and I could be wrong. So you're going to open up with, hey, Putin's uh, awful. This is a war crime, and it is. This is horrible. And I, Joe Biden, am leading the world in NATO. And here's what we're doing. He's going to run them down. Okay? And that's fine. I don't have any problem with that. So what Biden has done since Putin has gone into Ukraine, I don't think he screwed up. It's before that he screwed up, allowing and emboldening Putin to make his move. All right, so that's how it's going to open. And then he's going to say, and this is going to you know, draw my ire and the ire of any fair-minded analyst. He's going to say the American economy is booming. It's because of me, Joe Biden. So he does this all the time, and he uses April 2020 baseline for his economic analysis. And that's when the country shut down because of COVID and everybody was out of work. He'll take that employment number there, which is totally artificial. Okay. And then he'll add on how many jobs have been, um, have come back or added since then. And he'll come up with historical job. We're the best. We've ne- nobody's ever done this. But you know it's a ruse. If you watch me, you know it's a ruse. If you watch the networks, you don't know it's a ruse because they'll never tell you the truth. All right, so that's pretty much what he's going to do. And then he'll threaten Putin. He may blame Trump somehow for the economy and Putin, maybe. It would be foolish if he does, but I don't know if they can resist. They're certainly not going to blame Obama for Putin when Obama allowed Putin to take part of Ukraine without any effective sanctions. That was the Crimea eight years ago. We'll get to that in a little while. And Biden was vice president. See, I don't think he's going to mention that. I don't think he's going to mention his war on fossil fuels, closing down Keystone Pipeline, slapping regulations every time you turn around. 
uh, impeding fracking. He's not going to mention that. I don't even think he's going to mention global warming. I don't think so, because John Kerry got smacked so hard for doing that a couple of days ago. But he may. It would be a huge mistake if he does, because he'll be derided all over the country if Biden brings up global warming now. So I don't think he will. Um, So that's the highlights of the thing. I'll just quickly review. Uh, He's the uh, leader of the attack against Putin. Uh, The economy is the best it's ever been. He's not going to mention. He has to mention inflation a little bit, but we're going to bring it down. We're going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not going to get specific because he doesn't know how to bring it down. If he knew how to bring it down, he would have already done it. He doesn't know. Okay, so let me give you some stats here, and then we're going to get to our guest, uh, who I'm looking forward to talking to tonight. Um, The national average for gas, uh, gallon gas, is $3.62, up 33% in a year. Okay, 8% increase over last week, 26% over last month, 90% a gallon over last year. These are staggering. Last year, the average at this time was $2.72 a gallon. Now, again, it's $3.62. All right, oil went through the roof again today, way over $100 a barrel. So, you know, gas at the pump's going up. Easy $4. Might go to 5 by 4th of July. Now, this is going to cause a rebellion in this country because people just don't have that money. Most people don't have it. But they got to put gas in their car. Um... Spending for Biden, 13 months, $3.1 trillion government spent. That has ignited inflation. You spend that much money, you print that much money, the dollar is going to be worth less. That's what inflation is. Your dollar declines in value. Okay? And uh, the federal debt has grown $2 trillion since Biden took office. Now, Trump was a massive spender. Okay? But Biden is more massive. You'll never hear those numbers from Biden tonight. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Um, So anyway, that is my analysis of the upcoming State of the Union. So if you go to thefirsttv.com, you can see me tonight after the State of the Union with analysis. TheFirstTV.com. Let's bring in Doug Schoen. Uh, he's a friend of mine and uh, an honest Democrat political strategist. He's the author of the book, 
America, Unite or Die, How to Save Our Democracy, which needs saving. And he joins us from New York City. All right, so uh, did I make any mistakes uh, setting this thing up? Bill, I wish I could say as a Democrat that I have a totally different view, but I think you're right on all accounts. I think what Biden should do and he won't do is to say this is a moment where we need bipartisanship internationally, domestically, or energy independence, holding the line on spending, reducing the debt and the deficit in a way that would be reminiscent of what we tried and successfully did with Bill Clinton in the mid-90s. But the chance of that happening, I think, is less than zero. And the fact that Joe Biden cannot govern with America first, it's the far left first, to me is tragic, uh, bad for him and bad for America. If you were writing the speech tonight, Doug, what would you lead with? The need for democracies, uh, and both uh, abroad and our Democrats and Republicans to pull together in a moment of crisis to stand up for American values, both here and at home, with a new and different set of policies that put American interests and the interests of democratic nations first and foremost, emphasizing, as I said, energy independence, fiscal conservatism, and the greater good not partisan advantage. But if he does say, well, I'm going to start drilling again and take the uh, Keystone Pipeline uh, ban off, then he loses the far left, the climate change warriors, correct? He loses them. But at a time like this, Bill, I think you have to do what's right for the country rather than what's right for Bernie Sanders and AOC. And I would rather try to work with the Republicans and extend an olive branch to uh, Mitch McConnell and his colleagues rather than hopelessly try to placate people whose interests are frankly inimical to those of, I think, the greater good for America. Do you think Biden is going to address Putin's nuke threat tonight? Because there are a lot of people rattled by that. Um, and just today, Putin gave another order for his uh, nuke people to do something. I don't even know what it is, but people are scared now. Do you think Biden's going to address the nuke thing? I, I don't think he will. The Europeans have made it clear they haven't raised their threat assessment. I don't think that uh, the president of the United States needs on TV tonight to do that. I think rather to affirm our role in the world and what we're doing with the Europeans to free Ukraine and to protect NATO is more than enough under the circumstances. I think ratcheting up tensions is contrary to our interests. It's how we ended the Cuban Missile Crisis successfully in 1962 and what circumstances, in my judgment, call for today. Based on your watching Biden for 13 months, <laughs> excuse me, do you think he has the capacity to understand what the Gallup poll just showed? That these numbers are the lowest numbers I've ever seen in my lifetime. Um, does, do you think he has processed that? I don't know what he's processed. I don't know what the people around him, most of whom I know and have worked with, can process. But I know this. When I worked for Bill Clinton, he processed the 94 defeat 
and was able to do a repositioning that brought him political and electoral and governmental success. Yeah, but I much younger, no much younger man, and that was the midterms. Now we're right. dealing with you know a man who seems to be befuddled. Um, That's what I'm saying. That was I the can't point figure I was out what the people like Klein and Rice and even his own wife are telling him. But but certainly when a Gallup poll rolls in and says the people of the United States think this is a, your administration is a disaster. Certainly somebody has got a I don't know whether he sees that or like Trump watched I, cable news all day, all night. Every, everything said Trump saw. Now, I know Biden doesn't do that. I know that he doesn't see much. But if they're not even going to tell him about a Gallup poll on the day of the State of the Union address that says it's a disaster, then we really don't have a commander in chief anymore. I don't think they're going to tell him. But even more, they're not going to do what any rational presidential leadership would, Bill, which is to do a mid-course correction. Yes, it's before the midterms, but the handwriting is on the wall. And bottom line, I believe that uh, once we get through this crisis, I believe that he needs to think long and hard about a change in leadership at the top, both of his domestic staff and his foreign policy staff. All right. But, you know, that would take somebody like Bill Clinton, who was on the case and, and able to assess what's happening. I don't think Biden can assess. And number two, I don't think he has any solutions to these problems. I mean, he doesn't know what to do about inflation. If, As I said, if he knew what to do, he would have already implemented some stuff. I mean, you're looking at now a, a catastrophe among working Americans, spending not only more on gasoline, but on food, on clothing, on cars, on every single thing. Do you think... Doug, do you think Biden and the Democratic Party have any solution to that today? Not only do I not think they have a solution, as you cite the Gallup poll and other polls, the American people themselves don't think the Democrats have Because you would have said it already. You would have been out there saying, well, we're doing X, Y, and Z, and this is how we're going to get it under control. It's almost like the border. No matter how many people come across... No matter how many drugs are smuggled in, Biden sits there and goes, well, Kamala Harris is going to assess it. And, and she's and, and everybody's going to what? Do something. Last That's word. an easy one. Finish the building the wall. Yeah, I, I know it's easy, but it's not easy for him. No, because I obviously he didn't say he hasn't said a word in 13 months. I understand they there should be pushing for grand compromises on immigration, Bill, and he's not doing it. All right. All right, Doug, we really appreciate your point of view. The book, again, is America, Unite or Die. Well worth your time. Okay, so there is a website called Real Clear, all right, political website, and they average in all the polls uh, around the country. And they have listed a favorability consensus which I think is fascinating. We'll start with Biden. Okay, so the consensus of all the polls, do you view Joe Biden favorably? 42%, unfavorable 52%. Okay, and that includes Washington Post, Harvard, Harris, Rasmussen Daily, all of that. The next one is Kamala Harris, vice president. Do you see her favorably? 
38%, unfavorable, 52%. Donald Trump, favorable, 43, unfavorable, 52. So he beats Biden and Harris, Trump does. Nancy Pelosi, favorable, 35%. That is a dismal number. Unfavorable, 56. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, favorable, 30, worse than Pelosi. Unfavorable, 45. And finally, Senate Minority Leader Republican Mitch McConnell, favorable, 24%. Unfavorable, 58. They hate him. American people hate him. The turtle. I'm not a fan. You know what he did to Kate's law. So I'm never going to be a fan of his. All right, Jill Biden, who I believe is the White House whisperer. She basically is in charge of Joe, her husband. She gave a speech yesterday during a celebration of Black History Month at the White House. Go. She is a partner to Joe, especially on issues like voting rights, and is proud to be the first, but not the last. Ladies. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the, the vice president of the. <laughs> I just said that to make you laugh. <laughs> the vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris. Wishful thinking on the part of Mrs. Biden. She can't be having a good time. Likes the power, though. So this may be um, the tipping point for Joe Biden. Beer prices in America are going to rise because of the Ukraine invasion. So Ukraine produces a lot of barley, which is uh, one of the key ingredients in beer. So there's not going to be any barley coming out of Ukraine. So this price rises for you on the beer. Hey, once you start messing with beer and wine in this country, done. Okay, Disney. Now, you know, and I, I should define this again, that I am down on the Disney Corporation. Two reasons why. It used to be such a force for good in America. The Walt Disney Corporation really was, when I was growing up, fabulous. Provided entertainment for children, and it was uh, good entertainment. And they did the right thing charitably. And it was really, really a corporation to be admired back then. Now it is a far left operation. The man who ruined it is named Robert Iger, I-G-E-R. He is done there. He's not there anymore. He walked out of there with about two or three hundred million. Okay. He's probably floating on his yacht somewhere. So now it's a far left corporation and, and it, it's woke and it's uh, ABC News is infected by things like The View. I mean, I worked for two years, some of you know that, as a correspondent for ABC. I worked very closely with Peter Jennings. I used to caddy for Jennings, which means during the afternoon he had to do a news brief 
on all of the ABC stations. And a lot of the time, Peter just didn't want to do it. So I got the call from the bullpen to do it, which thrilled my mother. Anyway, back then, ABC News was the best, was the best on the planet. And Jennings was a no-nonsense guy. Yes, he was a liberal man, but he did not allow crazy stuff in the hard news arena. He didn't. And either did Koppel on Nightline. But now it's insane over there. On the, the, every one of their executives is a left winger. I don't know anybody working there that's not. George Stephanopoulos is your lead correspondent, ABC News? Really? Okay. So anyway, Disneyland and Disney World are lifetime experiences for children. I took my children to Disney World in Orlando, and they had a blast. Okay? But now, working and poor families can't take their children to Disneyland and Disney World because it's too expensive. Because Disney, the woke corporation, is too greedy. So... There was analysis done in Fresno, California, by a uh, station, KGPE News. All right. It says it is cheaper for an American family to fly to Paris and go to Disneyland, France, than it is to go to Disneyland, Anaheim. Here are the numbers. So if you go, two people, just two people, staying at the cheapest property near Disneyland, six nights, five days of park passes, it costs you $4,600. That's for two. Double it, it's 10 grand for a family of four. Okay? Disneyland Paris, the total is $3,570, including airfare. So you save about a grand flying to Paris and going to Disneyland, France, then Anaheim. This is just greed. But they're woke. They're so politically correct. Oh, awful. All right, this day in history, March 1st, 2014, I uh, mentioned this topic of broadcast. Uh, President Obama called Vladimir Putin. They spoke on the phone for 90 minutes. All right. Eight years ago today. And the conversation was about Russia threatening Crimea in the Ukraine. And so Obama said, hey, if you do it, you're going to get hurt. All right. Well, what happened? Putin did it. Just took Crimea away from Ukraine. All right. That was eight years ago. What happened? A few sanctions, but nothing much. Europe and America still bought Russian oil, which is what they need. Nothing much happened. Putin got booted out of the G8. That's the big economic thing of all the economic powers. He couldn't go to the meetings. You think he cares? No. Tomorrow we're going to have a rundown on Putin's money, his wealth, personal wealth. Just keep that in mind. Okay, so this day in history, March 1st, 2014, President Obama spoke with Putin said, hey, you better not invade in Crimea. Putin did anyway, disrespecting Obama. And Joe Biden, of course, is vice president at the time. And now we see what happened. If we had stopped this monster Putin, then 
this wouldn't be happening now. Okay. Uh, I got a good mail segment here. And then a final thought of the day that concerns the Fox News channel. I think you're going to want to hear. We'll be right back. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. All right, let us get to the mail. Now, if you are a BillOReilly.com concierge or premium member, and I hope you consider that, it will enhance your life, especially in tough times. Because we don't just talk about the news. We talk about, if you're a concierge member, whatever problems you may be having financially or any other situation, I can help you with them. Or at least I'll try. Okay? So that BillOReilly.com premium and concierge membership is worth checking out. If you become a member, you get access to our message boards where you can post anything you want, unless it's obscene or ridiculous, because we do have editing there. Um, And then you can talk to other members, which is fun. So on the message board, Bradley, who is a concierge member, says, when you back a crazed bear into a corner, it usually gets crazier. With all that's happening to Putin, and he knows that he's done, what's to keep him from going out with a bang, a big bang? So there's no guarantee that Putin won't do something destructive like some nuclear thing, but... I think the Russian military would intervene then. No, he has to give orders to the military. And I don't think they're going to do that. And I think Putin knows that. Now, he can threaten. But that is a Dr. Strangelove situation here. Could Putin do it? Yeah. He may be insane at this point. Gary. What is Bernie Sanders saying about the Russian invasions? I have not seen any comment from him. We will have a Sanders um, segment tomorrow. So I don't know how Sanders sees this. I know he'll try to blame America somehow. That's what he does. But he is a communist sympathizer. So remember, I believe Bernie Sanders and his wife honeymooned 
in the Soviet Union. Do I have that right? If I, if I have it wrong, I'll correct it, but I believe they did. That's how crazy Bernie Sanders is. Number one, I've been in the Soviet Union, okay? When it was the Soviet Union, you didn't want to go there. There's no, you know, no reason to do that unless you're commiserating with your fellow communists. <laughs> so it's like, ridiculous. Gary, what does Bernie Sanders say? I'm sorry, that was Gary. <laughs> sorry, Gary. Um, George. Has Donald Trump energetically condemned Putin for his barbaric actions regarding Ukraine from his bloviating so far? He seems only to talk about how smart Putin is. Well, I think it was at CPAC that, that Trump said that Putin's committing crimes against humanity. I think that's pretty strong. Now, I don't blame you, George, for not hearing that because the networks didn't report it. So their report when Trump says, yeah, Putin's a smart guy because Putin is a smart guy as far as calibrating what he can get away with. Okay, but are the networks ever going to report fairly on Donald Trump? No. So I, I don't blame you for not knowing that. Candace Holloway of Bryceville, Florida. Another outstanding no-spin news last night. Kudos to you, Mr. O, and your crew for the best news reporting in the USA. Question, are we still buying oil from Russia? Yeah. But that's got to stop. Even Biden knows that. So I would have stopped it last week. But I, there are transactions. Now, I don't know if there are any future orders. I mean, we could buy the oil from OPEC. They'll pump it for us. But we shouldn't have to buy any oil, as I've said a million times. Alan Feldhammer, Seattle. All dictators, past and present, come to the same ending. Either the people take care of them or some outside force does. That is true, Alan, but it takes a long time. It takes a long time. So Hitler had 12 years of terror. Mao had, what, 30 years? Stalin, a couple of decades? It takes a while. Don't get rid of these guys easy. Jordan Nels, Alberta, Canada. Hey, Bill, my first time writing, I've been a premium member since the beginning of No Spin News. I really appreciate your incisive take. My question is, Ukraine worthy of sympathy? I've heard the government in Ukraine is corrupt and that human trafficking is rampant. Okay, that's an excellent question you're, you're asking, Jordan. It's not about the government of Ukraine. It's about it's a sovereign nation. So many of the Eastern European countries have human trafficking problems. They have a very powerful organized crime situation. Many of them, of those Eastern European countries. So yes, you are correct. As far as corruption is concerned, there's corruption, yes, in Ukraine. How bad it is, I don't know. But even if it was bad, you can't let Putin do what he's doing. Paul Matizuski, Wakanda, Illinois. I recently got COVID tested and it came in the mail. I found it amusing and ironic to discover the COVID tests were made in China. We got away all medical stuff we got to get away from with China. That's another thing. You know, why is the U.S. government still doing this? China is not our friend. Okay, not our friend, Mr. President. 
Let's wean us off anything that is crucial. If it's a stupid hat, I don't care. A shirt doesn't matter. Medicine, I, I care. Scott Demery, Loveland, Colorado, the Regent bumper, the regret bumper sticker. Gets bigger every day, funny in the beginning. Now the meaning and feeling seems to be setting in, not good. So he's talking about the regret your 2020 vote yet sticker. There it is. I think we sold out tens of thousands of these things. And you're right. In the beginning, it was funny. And now it's not so funny as the country continues to decline. And you can get one of those free if you uh, order Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists. Now, we had a very nice write-up today about the book from Cindy Adams in the New York Post. I really appreciate Cindy Adams doing that. Okay, and it lays out she read the book. It scared her. I told Cindy I was sorry it scared her, but I've got to report the truth. And the truth is Putin gets all the headlines now, but those jihadists, they're still there. Now, we're taking care of them. And I show you how. And this is all information you have never seen before. Killing the killers out May 3rd. All right, so if you want to see me in person, I've got a lot to tell you in person that I can't say on TV or radio. I will be in Waukegan, Illinois, suburb of Chicago, on March 31st at the Genesee Theater. And we would love to have you there. It's going to be a very entertaining program, a lot of information, but we have fun um, on the stage. So we will be there. Um, We have restocked our uh, Stand Up For Your Country mug. So here's an interesting economic thing for you. So I pay a lot of money for these mugs to be made. And I got the bill yesterday. I went, whoa. But they're so good and so well made that if you take the time to buy them from us, I want you to get the best product. So I'm willing to pay a high price to have them made. And they're made in America. Okay, we're getting away from the Chinese stuff here. We never used a lot of it anyway. But sometimes we had to get orders quickly, and you could get that stuff quickly. Okay, word of the day, a word I do use in real life, supercilious, S-U-P-E-R-C-I-L-I-O-U-S. Supercilious, great word. Do not be that when writing to BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name and town if you wish to opine. Back with a final thought on the Fox News Channel in a moment. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
So here's the final thought of the day. I don't talk a lot about Fox News because I worked there for uh, more than 20 years and I had a great experience there until the end. And, you know, it happens in life. And I'm not the type of guy that that carries around a grudge um, like that. Okay, so Fox remains the number one rated cable news network by far. And I believe it's part of it. Most of it is because we set the template for 20 years when we were there. Totally different operation now. Totally different. So one thing that hasn't changed over there is Jennifer Griffin, who is a spectacular Pentagon reporter. And Jennifer got a little upset over the weekend. Go. And before we get started, I just heard your last guess, and I feel like I need to correct some of the things that Colonel Doug McGregor just said, because, and I'm not sure 10 minutes is enough time to do so, because there were so many distortions in what he just said, and talking about the West and NATO vilifying Putin and sounding like an apologist for Putin, and talking about how Putin, he thinks he knows how far Putin wants to go. I don't think anyone that I've spoken to uh, here at the Pentagon or elsewhere in uh, Western intelligence believes they know how far Putin wants to go. Well, kudos to Jennifer. Now, the, why I'm running that clip is not only to show you how gutsy she is, all right, is that it used to be that propagandists would be slapped down hard. And now they're not, not just on Fox, but on every television news program. I mean, I've told you this time and time and time again. I turn on that set. It doesn't matter whether it's the network morning shows, the late night comedians, the cable news across the board, two left, one right. Propaganda is just spit out there, and, and the people running the shows are just sitting there going like this. Ah, you can't do that. That's a disservice to the American people. You've got to know enough about the subject that you are involved with as an anchor or a host, that if somebody says something that's propagandistic, you challenge. And that is what Jennifer Griffin was doing. She listened to the interview because it's a bunch of garbage. But why was it allowed to go out in the first place? That never happened on the O'Reilly Factor, ever. I mean, just Google me and any name, throw a name in there and you'll see it. I never allowed that. Difference of opinion, fine. Propaganda, never. Google O'Reilly Barney Frank. Just watch that. I had to send a message to former Congressman Frank and everybody who supported him when he lied on my program right in your face. And I did. You'd never see that today, ever. Because, number one, the hosts and the anchors are too afraid to do that because the corporations don't back them. Boom. You create controversy, you're gone. Okay? There are a few who don't fit in there, a few who get strong ratings who say what they want, but a very few. And the second is, you've got to know what you're doing. You've got to research. I mean, even on the No Spin News, this broadcast, my people, and they're good, okay? They spend most of the day giving me research, backing up. And if I don't think it's credible, I throw it out. That's gone. 
which is why I, why are you guys wasting your time watching this stuff? You know, I'm looking out for you. I get letters every day, the craziest conspiracy stuff. Well, I heard that, I heard that. And I'm going, what? It's everywhere. It's cheap and easy. It makes money. And that's the truth. But not Jennifer Griffin. You see her? She will back up what she says with facts. Thanks for watching No Spin News and listening to us on the radio. We'll see you again tomorrow.